man, let's give the worship team another round of applause. That was just awesome show. You go to Lord in prayer. Father God, there is absolutely nothing better than you. Just like the song said, you turn graves into gardens, Lord. You turn bones into armies. And as we stand looking forward, moving forward in faith, this next year to come, Lord, you have taken the graves of 23, the bones of 23, and you've made gardens out of them, and you are raising up armies, Lord, for 2024. And we cannot wait to see what you have for us, Lord. We proclaim you and profess you as God Almighty, as Father, as Lord, as Savior, as King. And we cannot thank you enough for being provider, sustainer, protector, counselor. And we love you, Lord. And we say these things in your amazing name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Morning, church. Yeah, so glad to have you all here today. We're going to change the order of service a little bit. Pastor Eric is uh, under the weather. Um, we've got quite a few people uh, that are out. You can just look around the sanctuary right now. How many in, in here have been affected by sickness? Our family have been sick, affected by sickness this week. There's a lot of hands going up. So what we're going to do this morning, if you will, if you've given your life to Christ, we're going to do communion first off, and we're going to proclaim his body and his blood over this sickness that is burning up through the, the city, the county, and in this church. And we're going to proclaim his name over that. Because he gave his body by his stripes, we are healed. We just don't say it. We believe it. We know it to be true. Pastor Eric, when we started the communion, when he started this back in uh, COVID time, uh, it was a powerful movement, and we didn't have one death in this church at that time due to COVID. So we're going we're gonna to continue doing this, and we believe in that healing. And Lord, we just thank you so much for giving your body as a sacrifice for us. Those stripes that you took, the beating you took, was for healing today. And we believe it, and we profess it and proclaim it, Lord. And we thank you for that. And we say these things in your amazing name, in Jesus' name, amen. And the blood, the new covenant. Jesus, we thank you again for willingly going to the cross, for spilling your blood to give us away back to the Father. And we love you, and we thank you. And it's in your name we pray, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, we have an awesome guest speaker today. He is a friend of Sand Springs, and we are so glad to have him. And uh, as Pastor Eric always says, I, can't, I, I love it because it just keeps getting gooder and gooder. I can't wait to hear because this message will get you pumped up. And again, as Eric says, it'll make you want to charge hell with a, with a water gun. So uh, with that, we have Brother Hansi Stein. My brother, I'm going to pray you in. 
Heavenly Father, we just ask that you be here with uh, Brother Hansi, and uh, we thank you for his servant heart, his obedience to come and, and uh, fill in for Pastor Eric while he's battling sickness. And uh, we just ask that anything that is not of you that is in this sanctuary, we cast it out right now, and we speak over it and speak against it, and we pray Jesus over this message, and the Holy Spirit speaks through Brother Hansi as he leads us today in just an awesome message. We love you, and we thank you, and we love him, and we thank him. We say these things in your name, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much, um, Brad. And um, I cannot thank Eric for allowing me to preach today because he's sick. So how do you thank somebody to get sick so I can preach? (laughs) No, when he called me, he said, man, I'm not feeling good and the family's not feeling good. So um, I had to quickly work out a sermon for today, last night. That was quickly. Um, but it's a privilege to be back. Hey, before I forget, just give your praise team a nice big clap. That was so good, man. Thank you, guys. Thank you for the anointing, for the music. I really, really appreciate that. Amen. Holy Spirit, I thank you as we come this morning. Thank you that we can, in the name of Jesus, preach this word of God as you've given it to me, Lord, just plain and simple, but through the Holy Spirit this morning. And thank you that the people will listen and receive this encouraging word through the Holy Spirit this morning in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, it's good to be back. And um, it's the end of 2023. So, so now what lies ahead? Have you thought about it? What are you going to do about it? Because I don't know about you, things to me look like, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm talking about political, economical. What about your private life? What about your job? What about your marriage? your children, your, doesn't matter what area in your life. Satan and his demons are out there trying to destroy and kill, murder, and take away from this church and from every single one of you. And I hope you know that there is an assignment against you. Just because you're growing and just because you're doing good, Nothing's just hunky-dory. Satan's sitting there, boy. But guess what? Greater is my God that is in me than Satan that's in the world. And we are overcomers by the blood of the Lamb. And maybe 2024 look like you don't know what's going to happen. Things are uncertain. You don't know if things are going to change, if they're not going to change, they might be better than 2023. They might be worse than 2023. Who cares? It doesn't really matter. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But the good news is that God is still in control. God is still faithful. And whatever seems uncertain to you, unknowing to you, whatever looks like, man, I don't know what's going to go on. There was a man in the Bible, his name was Abraham. 
And in Genesis chapter 12, I want you to read this with me. Chapter 1 to 3. The word tells us that God came to Abraham and said to Abraham, Get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house, and go to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. And I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him that curses you. And in all, and you, and in you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. God comes to Abraham and he says to him, Hey, I want you to take your family, take your wife, your children, all the things you have, put it on the back of your Chevrolet truck. I want you to move. Not just to another house. I want you to move to another country. And he didn't really give Abraham a lot of information, right? He just told him, get out of your country, go. This was such a great challenge to Abraham. No detail. But there was one thing that God did do. He gave him a promise. If you are going to be obedient and do what I'm telling you to do, then I will bless you. I will bless your descendants. I will bless everybody that blesses you. I will make you a great nation. And I'm thinking to myself, I can hear Abraham saying to the people, hey guys, see you later. We packed up, me and Sarai, all our donkeys, all everything, everything's packed up. We out of here. We're leaving the country. Where are you going? I don't know. Do you know how long you're going to be away? I don't know. But how can you say you're going, but you don't know where you're going? That's stupid, man. How can you just take everything and leave your country, your father, your, your whole family behind and just go to a country and you don't even know where you're going? Try that with somebody. See what they're going to tell you. They're going to tell you, think you crazy, man. At least just know where you're going. If God tells you to leave America, just go to a country that I will show you, where are you going to go? If God doesn't tell you. And I, and I thought about this. This uncertainty. Abraham must have had a lot of thoughts in his mind. Man, I'm a bit uncertain really what I should do should I, where should I go? There's an unknown place out there that I really don't know what to do. I'm uprooting my family. I'm uprooting everything, and I'm heading to a destination that I don't know where it is, but I know God knows where it is. And listen to me, my brothers and my sisters. 2024 is laying ahead of us, just like the unknown and the unreachable, and I really don't know what to do. I, my thoughts are not where they should. I don't know what God is going to do this year. And maybe you are a bit uncertain this year. Maybe you feel that, man, I hope this, man, I hope this, man, I wish that. 
You can hope and wish as much as you want to wish. That's not going to change something. What's going to happen to your life physically? You know, I woke up one morning and had a knot in my neck and it was cancer. I, never, I was never prepared for that. How do you know, where do you know where all the attacks are going to come from? The trials, tribulations, the afflictions. How do you know what's lying ahead for you and me this year? We don't. But we want to know one thing, just like Abraham. He did not know what to do, didn't know where to go. All he knew what to do is, is to be obedient. And all that he had was the word that God gave him. Get out of your country, leave your father behind, go to a land that I will show you, and I'm going to bless you. That's the promise that he had. That's the word of God that he had. And he did not live in fear. He did not worry, did not start stressing, didn't go into an anxiety attack. And I want to encourage you this morning. Please, it doesn't matter how bad things look. It doesn't matter how bad things are going to go. If you and I, we have the Word of God. And we have the promises in this Word of God. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I am your shield and your salvation. I am the rock that you can stand on. I have healed you. I love you with an everlasting love. Come on, I can read you and quote, I wish I could quote all 3,000 promises that God has given us, which belongs to you and to me. The only thing that God wants from us is to be obedient to what this word says and to not only hear and read it, but to do it. Because that's what Abraham did. He heard God's word and, and he went and he, he could have said, well, you know, I'm going to think about this and maybe I don't know if I can just uproot everything now. Maybe I should wait a little bit and just make sure this is going to work and find out where I've got to go really. No, Abraham just said, by faith. See, that is faith. If you can hear God's word and do what it says without seeing what it is. Faith is the substance of things that you hoped for, that you expect God to do, ask God to do. It's the evidence of that which you cannot see. And that's why Abraham was called the father of faith. And let me tell you something. Whatever is going to happen this year, the only thing that's going to carry you and me through trials, tribulations, afflictions, attacks, political economical, marriage, children, job, health, you name it, is going to be strong, powerful, mustard seed, faith in God, in Christ Jesus, your Savior, your healer, your deliverer, in the Holy Ghost power, the comforter, the helper, your teacher, your sanctifier, the Holy Spirit that anoints you, that empowers you, because you are not going to get through this year 
And you never got through 2023 without God. So now you can say, well, if, man, God was good in 2023, right? Well, if God is faithful in 2023, he's going to be faithful in 2024 as well. But you and I got to do our part. We got to be obedient. The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 19, If you are obedient and willing, then you will eat the good of this land. You see, the promises that Abraham, that God gave Abraham did not just fall into his lap. He had to be obedient. Obedient to what? To the word. Are you obedient to the word? Are you doing what the word says? So now he has Abraham. And the people are saying to him, <laughs> you just got to go, but you don't know where you're going? No, I don't know. They say, well, what do you know? And I can hear Abraham saying, all I'm sure of is that God said he's going to bless me. And listen to me. This word of God, man, if you can just take hold of it. And Abraham, when he was 75, just got in his Chevrolet truck and drove off with his wife and everybody, everything that he had. And what a story of faith and obedience this man had. And I want you to really, and I know this is hard for some of you because you've been through a lot of attacks. You've seen God's promises. You've experienced a lot of things in your life, a lot of challenges. And there's going to be a lot of challenges this year. Why? Am I, am I a negative guy? No, no, no. Jesus said, in this world, you will have trials and tribulations. But be of good cheer. I have overcome it. On that cross. That's why we took the blood. That's why we took the body. We are overcomers by the blood. And by the word of what your testimony is. And it's time for you and I to step into that faith realm. Strong, powerful, mustard seed, anointing faith from the Holy Ghost. And say, this year, I don't care what Satan does. Yep. Even though I fall, God will raise me up. Even the righteous fall seven times, God will raise him up. And I'm not going to speak negativity over you, but whatever the attack from Satan comes this, this year, let your faith and your obedience in Christ Jesus be such a testimony to the world that they have to say, my goodness, can you believe what this guy went through? And he still believes God. What a testimony, what a witness because that's when they will say, how do you do this? How can you still serve God after you've had cancer? Man, he wanted to kill you. No, Baba, you got the thing around. God's not the stealer. He's the healer. Amen. Satan comes to steal and kill. My Jesus died on that cross for me. <laughs> so I'm going to take hold of the promises of God that God has given us. And I'm going to run with that. I'm going to fight with my promises.
and I'm saying it again, stop focusing on the negative and on the, and, and on the problem and start focusing on God's promises. So my understanding is this, that our lives are, must be a testimony. We're going to face challenges. We're going to face things that, 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 that we don't know what going to do. But how are you going to fix this? You're going to go into your room. You're going to drive in your truck. You're going to sit somewhere, and you're going to start talking to God. And you're going to start asking God, what, am I, what must I do, Lord? How, where, what do you want me to do so I can be obedient so that I can go forward and not backwards? So that I can fight this good fight of, of faith. And God's going to heal you, and God's going to answer you like Abraham asked God many times. What, where, what, how, now, what? What should I do now? Abraham never knew that they were going to take Sarah captive because she was a beautiful woman. Abraham never knew he was going to have troubles with Lot that went with him. Abraham never knew that he would one day have to kill his son, which God gave him. Abraham never knew all the fighting and, 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 and war that he was going to make. And he always went to God and asked God what to do. And God showed him and God told him. And God will do the same to you and to me. We'll have to depend on the Lord Jesus Christ and the power of the Holy Ghost to get us through this year coming so we can have victory in the end. And this church had exploded, man, over the past two, three years. And I'm saying it again. Satan is not just going to leave you alone. He is going to attack you. But you can overcome him by putting, G, the, putting your faith in God and in, the, and in Christ Jesus. And watch out that you don't listen to too many people, too many voices. You listen to the voice of God. Because a lot of people will tell you, yeah, we'll do this, and yeah, we'll do that. Yep, God will use people. But this is your truth. If when a doctor tells you, well, ma'am, the fact is that you have breast cancer, then you tell him, thank you, doctor, for the fact. But I have the truth, and the truth nullifies a fact. Right? I don't, I'm, I'm going to hear what you're saying, but we're going to do it. Joshua in chapter 1, verse 9, God told Joshua, Joshua, this book of the law, you shall meditate on it day and night. Get this word into you this year. Start reading it, hearing it, looking at it, doing it. Because when God said to Joshua, this word shall not depart from your mouth. You shall meditate on it day and night so that you can observe to see what is written in it and then do it. Then you will make your way prosperous. Then you will have good success. You don't look too excited about that one. <laughs> there is no substitute for the Word of God. I told the first service, this book is the number one seller in the world. Do you know that? Yes. Did you also know that this book is the number one book, the, the most stolen book in the world? They steal this book more than any other books. Why don't they just give it to them? But that's how it works. We'll have to walk by faith this year, not by sight. Doesn't matter what you see, doesn't matter what you hear, you're going to walk by faith, you're going to walk by what you know 
the word says. Not what people say. You don't put your faith in people. You put your faith in God. Not in the government, not in money, nothing. Take Abraham's example. Listen to God. Just obey what this word says. Read the word. Never fear. Just believe. I want to I encourage you. Never give up. Just keep on going forward and receive God's promises. Speak the word over your situations. If you're sick, speak healing into your body. If your marriage has got problems, speak healing into it. If your children are on drugs, speak the deliverance into them. Speak life, the whole word. Because if you're going to go negative, you're going to fall into Satan's trap. Please, in Jesus' name, you have to keep on going. All right. And I'm sure that you had a lot of experience in your life to do these things, but this year we'll have to step up a little bit. You'll have to get mature. You'll have to grow. You'll have to get into the Word more because the end times are coming. Listen, this world is not our home. We're just passing through. So let's get involved in the Word. Let's start being obedient to what God called us to do so that while we're on earth, we can be effective. Just like the disciples, just like Jesus. But look what they went through. Look what Jesus went through. They spit on him. They tried to stone him. They tried to kill him and all the disciples just because of the, of, of the word of God. Thank heavens we are not being persecuted like that yet. People will just, you'll just lose your friends maybe or something like that. But who cares about that? People that don't want to serve God with you aren't, shouldn't really be your friends. They should just be people that you minister to in any case. But I don't know about you, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make sure this year and I'm headed for eternity. I'm not going to stay on this earth, but I'm going to make use of the time on earth that God has given me to spread the gospel. What has God asked us to do? God's asked you to love him with all your mind, all your heart, all your soul. God's asked you to love your neighbor like yourself. Are you doing that? Can you do that? Yep. Can you love your enemy? Yeah. I don't have to go, hi, you killed my mother. Come here, let me give you a hug. That's not what it means. It means you love him by praying for him that he can get saved. Right? That's the love. Husbands, are you going to love your wives like Christ loves the church? Or are you going to beat them up? Or are you going to leave them and, and, and abuse them? Hmm. Women, are you going to be in submission to your husband or are you a Jezebel? You're going to cheat up, raise up your children according to the word of God or just let them watch whatever they have to watch and let them become transgenders. God's called us on this earth to go make disciples of all nations. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead. Can you do that? Of course you can. You have the same Holy Ghost that Jesus had. The same Holy Spirit that I have and, 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 and Brother Eric has and Brad has. We all got the same Holy Ghost. Let's do something with that power and be obedient. Because you will receive the Holy Ghost so you can receive power so you can do what? Watch how Dallas Cowboys lose again. 
Gee, man. You got your Christians on praying for the poor guys. No, we receive power so we can be a witness for Christ Jesus. Everywhere that we go, in your school, in your job, in Walmart, on top of Walmart, outside of Walmart, wherever. Are we going to do that this year? Are we going to be wise? Matthew chapter 7, Jesus said, if you do what I tell you to do, then I liken you to a man that builds his house on solid ground, the word of God. And when Satan comes with those storms and those attacks and all those stuff, your marriage house will stand. Your financial house will stand. Come on. Your job house will stand. What are you going to do this year? Things are going to happen through people, through Satan, through something that you're going to do wrong. How are you going to handle this? Only when you function and put your, keep your eyes on Jesus Christ. You do what the Word says, and you use that name, you use that blood, that power of the Holy Ghost. You pluck out the sword, and you say, Satan, do not come get behind me, man. And Satan has no hold on you. No hold on you at all. Because Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Come on, my dear brothers and sisters. I am going to hope and pray and believe that God's going to release his blessings on you just like he promised Abraham. He's going to give you the same blessings. Can I have the same blessings as Abraham? Yeah. Of course I can. Galatians chapter 3 verse 13 14 and 29. Read that with me quickly. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it's written, everyone is cursed who hangs on a tree, so that the blessings of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we, that you and I, might receive the promise of the Holy Spirit. And if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed. And you are heirs according to the promise. So we we could claim those same promises that Abraham had. But you've got to do what Abraham did and be obedient to the word of God. Don't just do half of it. Remember when, when, when Jesus said, if you do my word, I liken you to be a wise man who built his house on solid rock. He said, but if you don't do my word, you're a fool. You're foolish. You're stupid. You're actually a moron. That's what the word means. Because now you're building your word on sand. You're listening to Dr. Phil <laughs> and Dr. Oz and to people. Whose opinion is the best? People's opinion or the opinion of the Word of God? You see, whenever I look at the blessings of Abraham, I go to the Word and I say, Lord, how can I receive those blessings? So, can we receive the blessings of Abraham? Of course we can. What was the blessings of Abraham? What promises did he get when God said, I will bless you? What was the blessings that he got? Number one, he had health. 
He died when he was 175 years old. Sarah died when she was 127 years old. They had a baby. How many 90 years old old people are here tonight or this morning? They want to have a baby again? <laughs> With no complications. <laughs> when Sarah was taken captive by Pharaoh, everybody got sick. Not Sarah. Not Abraham. Not the pe- a lot. Not the people from Abraham. Now, they, they never got sick. Why? Because their obedience caused them to be healthy. Can you stay healthy this year? Yep, I believe you can. If you're obedient to the Word of God, don't get angry with me. You better stop drinking and drugging and smoking and eating right. You better start exercising a bit so that your body, which not, does not belong to you no more, you are a temple of the Holy Ghost. And the Bible says if you defile this body, God will take his hands off of you. And you will, you will have problems. You can't expect God to heal you from lung cancer if you're still smoking, heal you from liver cancer if you're still drinking. You can't expect God to heal you if you are not eating right. So we've got to start doing, being obedient. Find out from the Word how do you not defile the temple of the Holy Spirit. This is not a trash can where you put trash in. Fill it up with the Word of God. And watch out what you listen to. Watch out what you see. That's also filling your body with trash. Come on, some of us are watching movies that we, should, that we would never watch five years ago. What, what's happened? Okay? That's, that's just a challenge. If we want to be healthy like Abraham then was, then we've got to live healthy and do what the Word says to our bodies. The second blessing, he had prosperity. Prosperity in his finances, physical, spiritual, and emotional. The word prosperity comes from the word shalom in the Hebrew. Irene in the Greek. That means to be whole, complete, healed, prosperous, especially finances. Man, and I believe that this church can blossom financially because every single one of you sitting here can blossom financially, prosper. Hansi, are you prospering? Of course I am. Of course I am. Do you have a house? No. Well, then you don't prosper. I have a fifth wheel, but I have one of the best trucks, for sure. I have food to eat, I have clothes to put on, I pay all my bills, I've been here for 23 years, never missed a payment. To me, that's rich. I don't have to be a millionaire to be rich. And you don't have to be a millionaire to be rich, but I pay my tithes. Are you paying your tithes or are you a thief? Are you saying, oh Lord, I love you, and then walk out there and not pay your tithes and steal from God? You see, we've got to watch out. Oh, Lord, I love you. You are you're my awesome God. And then go watch a movie with, with, with sex in and pornography in. See, we've got to make up our minds there where we are. Do you want the blessing? Do you want half the blessing or you want nothing? Are you warm, cold, or you lukewarm? 
So we've got to watch out for that. Hey, God can prosper you. Get into the word and find out how you can be prospered. Cut that stupid debt out. Well, the devil made me get into debt. No, the devil did not swipe your credit card, Bobby. You did. Right. <laughs> Genesis 13, 2. Abraham was very rich in livestock and silver and gold. Can I and you be very rich? Philippians chapter 4, 19 says, Paul says, I pray that my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches. That's riches. And I've got to move so I can finish off. Third blessing, he had victory. In Genesis 14, 12, 6, Lot was taken captive, all his possessions as well. Abraham heard this, took men, and they went, and they brought back Lot and his household, and they had victory over the enemy. Everywhere where Abraham fought, everywhere where Abraham went, he had victory. Can we have victory? Oh, yeah. Corinthians chapter 15, 57. But thanks be to God who gives us victory through Christ Jesus. We have victory through the cross. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. God has given you and I authority and power to trample on serpents and scorpions and demons over every demonic, satanic attack, curse, spell, witchcraft, sorcery, voodoo, magic, spirits, spirit of death, destruction, destroyment, hatred, unforgiveness. You name all those demons. I have power. He's given me authority, you and I power, to trample on them and put them under your feet. Stop letting those things rule you. Stop letting fear be on top of you. You get fear under you. Worry, stress, anxiety. This year is going to have its problems like 2023, but God is going to get you and I through this thing, through his power. And yes, doesn't, we might fall, but we're going to get up. We might get hurt, but we're going to get up. And we're going to become stronger and stronger in the power of his might. Amen? Amen. The fourth favor, he had favor. Abraham had favor with God. What does it mean to have favor? You have the grace of God. Genesis 15, 1. The word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision saying, Do not fear, Abraham. I am your shield, your exceedingly great reward. Now, In the New Testament, God said to Paul, uh, Paul, my grace is sufficient for you because favor equals grace. And everywhere there's covering or protection or surrounding in the Bible, it means grace or favor. So that's why when God said, "My, my favor or my grace is sufficient for you, it's saying my grace is sufficient for you. My favor that I have upon you is sufficient for you. I've accepted you. I've chosen you. And Psalms 5.12, the psalmist says, For you, O Lord, will bless the righteous, that's you and I, with favor you will surround them like a shield. And God's going to protect you this year with his favor. Wherever you go, whatever Satan's attacks are, I'm speaking that into you. I'm releasing that into you, into this church, that Satan will not destroy this church or steal people from this church. And whatever God has planned for this church, you will just excel. 
because you are growing, and I would, I would, I would uh, encourage you to, like I said earlier on, get mature, get into this word, start reading it, meditating on it, speaking it, believing it, doing it, mature yourself, grow so that your faith can grow, so you can become a testimony to the world of the goodness of God. So we have health promises, we have pr- prosperity, financial, and all areas um, blessing, we have the victory blessing, we have the favor, and then fifthly, he was very excellent in what he did. He had exaltation in everything that he did. <laughs> Are you excellent in what you're doing as a Christ-like Christian? When somebody calls you, will you and you tell him you'll call them back, will you do that? When you promise something, somebody that you'll do it, will you do what you said? How is your actions and your word, does it line up with each other? Are you excellent in serving God? Are you excellent in deed and in word? Abraham was. When Lot and him got in a fight, he said to Lot, you choose where you want to go. Because whatever one you choose, God's going to bless me on the other side. You see, we got to get, stop arguing with people. Stop worrying about people. Stop accusing people. Just forgive them. Set them free. And be excellent. Be happy. Genesis 13, 8, 9. That's when God, when, when he said to Lot, choose whichever side you want. In the New Testament, Philippians chapter 1, 10, he said that you may approve the things that are excellent, Paul says. Do the things that are excellent so that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. Come on, Christians. Christ-like people. The world's looking at it. They don't want to see you cuss and curse and honk the horn and get out and fight. And, and, and No, they want to see excellence. That will change them. When they see you acting like the world, they're going to say, well, they're just another one of us Christians. So I want to be excellent for Christ this year. And then lastly, they were reproductive. They had reproductiveness, Abraham and Sarah. God opened the womb of Sarah, which could not have children. She was barren. God opened it and gave her Isaac. And we are descendants of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Come on. Because of that, she was, she was at the age where she couldn't have. God reproduced through her. And I'm going to pray this morning. But Hansi, what's that got to do with us? That's a woman that got pregnant. I'm going to pray that every single one of you here get pregnant this morning. That's it. I'm going to pray that God will take away the barrenness inside of your spirit and put the seed of the fruit of the spirit inside of you so that love and joy and peace and patience and kindness and goodness and gentleness, faithfulness, self-control could give birth inside of you. I pray that God will release and put the seed of the gifts of the Holy Spirit into you, that you'll have discernment and wisdom and knowledge and faith. You can prophesy. You can speak in tongues. You can um, interpret tongues. You can have the gift of miracles and the gift of healing. God will put that seed there, and, and, and you'll put the seed of the Word into you, into your barren spirit, and that that seed can grow and become fruitful. And when you open your mouth, 
you give birth to love and joy and peace and faith. Man, wouldn't that be incredible? And you give birth to discernment and knowledge and, 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 and faith and, and the prophetic. And you give birth to what the Word says. This Word is the truth. And when the, this truth inside of you, the seed of the Word, starts growing and it comes out of your mouth, truth comes out of your mouth. And guess what? The truth sets people free. And you become the witness that God wants you to be. And you start acting like a Christ-like Christian because God's given, put new birth inside of you and become pregnant with the not real babies. And if there is somebody that needs a baby, real baby, some of you young folks, man that cannot get pregnant, I pray that God will take that barrenness away. Why am I saying that now? There is somebody here that needs to get pregnant. Put up your hand. There's one right there. Stand up, man. Put your hands in your stomach. In the name of Jesus Christ, I curse that spirit of barrenness, and I ask God, Lord Jesus, that you'll touch her and put, fill her womb up with the seed of her husband and that the egg will be fruitful, and that they'll have a little baby. In Jesus' name, I thank you for that, God. Amen. Give God clap this morning. Come on. Hallelujah. Come stand with me this morning. Amen. And I did not do that the first service because there wasn't anybody that I thought. And God didn't tell me to do it. Are you all, all prepared for 2022? Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> all right, I'm just taking you back a bit. So you are listening, okay. Are you all ready for 2024? Yes, okay. Well, before you put your hands up, say this with me. Say, the blessings of Abraham is for me as well. I am going to be obedient to the word of God. And God's promises are yes and amen. And I'm going to receive them. Thank you, Jesus. Put your hands up and close your eyes as I release the blessings into you, Father God, Holy Spirit. I thank you this morning that into my brothers and sisters, you release the healing promise of God Almighty, Lord Jesus Christ, on that cross over every person here, over their families, their grandchildren, their children, their moms, their dads, that everybody here to, today will be healed in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for that promise that we can be healed. And even if we do get sick, Lord, you'll take us through that sickness and we'll come out the other side healed as well. We thank you, Lord, for prosperity in all things. Thank you that you bless my brothers and my sisters financially, spiritually, emotionally, marriage, in all areas. Bless them and prosper them in the mighty name of Jesus. Give them favor with you, God, and grace from you, God, that wherever they go, people will give them favor with man and with God. Give them victory over Satan, Lord, and over the enemy. Give them victory over sickness, affliction, demonic, satanic demons, curses, spells, every demon from hell will have to bow when they say, Jesus, thank you that they have victory through Christ Jesus. 
Thank you for excellence. And whatever they do, they will do in excellent and, and excellence so that God can get the glory. And thank you, Lord, that you've made them pregnant now, that you will impregnate them with the gifts of the Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, and the Word of God so that they can produce life out of them and the truth will come out of them and set people free. Help us, cover us with the blood this year, Lord, and thank you that, we, that we're going to have a... a, a, a 21 days of fasting. Then thank you that you will honor that as well. In Jesus' name, keep everybody safe and healthy and whole and complete. And all God's children said, Amen. Amen. Give God a clap. Come on. What an awesome, encouraging, and powerful word. Thank you, Brother Hansi, for that. Let's give him another round of applause. As uh, he was bringing that word, I was getting pumped up. I don't know about y'all, but you know, 25 years in a counter-terrorist organization, and one of the, our sayings was speed, surprise, and violence of action. That's how you operate, speed, surprise, and violence of action. And I'm sitting here thinking, when we get these attacks on us and our family, we need to shock the adversary with the speed in which we hit our knees and seek his counsel and surprise those demons and devils by us standing back up like we're told in Ephesians, stand and arm yourself. And then the violence of actions, Matthew 11:12 12 says, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence and the violence take it by force. By force. We hear suffer and we think that's stuff we know. When you look at that Greek word, that means uses, use. It uses force. It brings force. That's our job is when our families are under attack, our friends are under attack, we're under the attack of addiction, any of that, we use the power of the kingdom that came from that cross and we take the attack to the enemy. Speed, surprise, and violence of action. As we move into this uh, time of uh, ministry, uh, our prayer teams, if you make your way up to the front for us, you can seek prayer with them. Our altar is going to be open for you to find and do business with the Lord. I challenge you today, as we stand at the end of 23, looking into 24, if you do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, today's the day. Do not let the lights of this sanctuary come up without being obedient and moving forward in faith and seeking his face and giving yourself to Christ.